I, come on, Jay, that's that's a that's a that's a prophetic word. I mean, you come on, come on, just bless His name and the enemy scatters. Amen. Wow, praise the Lord. You know, I, I was I was worshiping God there, and I felt clean. I don't know, I don't explain it, but I felt clean, right? And as soon as I accepted, I received that, and I'm, I'm sharing this with all, all of us here and all of you on live stream, I seen old garments from the past that were on us just fall off. And I seen them, saints, and they were dirty, they were filthy. Some of them, when they fell off, dust came up. This is, I believe already God did what you've been crying out for him to do. Earlier today, I, me and Apostle Michael were able to talk for a little while. We we're talking about how we're, we're just feeling more of God's presence in our lives. And the more we feel, the more we have to get away alone with him. Because we feel that that's, that truly is our breath. And I know God's going to start doing that in your life. Those things that used to occupy you. And, and I'm not saying they were wrong. You're just going to find out, wait a minute, there's something better over here. And I believe these garments, not that you were oppressed or depressed. I'm, I'm talking about garments of things that, that made you think the way you think you were supposed to think, right? The way you were raised or the way you thought your theology. He said, those are all falling off. Now you're going to see clearer. The sun's going to be brighter. The air's going to be fresher. It's like that with me, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But I, I want to... Uh, I just want to thank God, God's worshipers. Man, they just... Man. It's easy. It's easy to minister the word when God opens that door of true worship. Amen? And uh, so... But, but I just want to f focus on one person. I just want to share this to one person to Genesis. Genesis Mata. That's, that's, that's Ronaldo and Miriam's daughter. What an honor for us to have her. In the presence. I mean, God could have put her anywhere. Right? And one thing about I've known from this family, especially with my sister, is her heart is totally sold out to Jesus. And she is that generation that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna usher in the kingdom of God. Now, you may not understand it, but some of this worship wasn't practice. The Spirit of God gave it to them. And when God gives that, it's because we need it. And he always gives us what we need. Amen? Amen. And so, you know, I just want to acknowledge her. You know, I want to. And you know, how many times has God, God, God puts a spotlight on us, right? Sometimes he puts a spotlight on us. I want to put the spotlight on her. Uh, Apostle Michael, could I get one of those envelopes in the back behind the seat? Yeah. I just want to acknowledge my sister. Because some of you that don't know this, today's her birthday. Yeah. And me, and me and my wife agreed on this, you know. I said, we want to we bless the person who blessed us. You know, come on. I mean, I'm cleaner. I'm better. God did something without me reading the word today. He set me free. So, so in reverence to the spirit of God, in reverence to God's anointed servant, I just, I want, we, my wife, want to just want to bless God's servant. Amen. We love you, sister. Thank you for being a blessing. And this is all. This is all. This is all I want to say, saints. There's plenty of more envelopes behind those seats. That's all I want to say. Amen. So you go as God leads you. But praise the Lord. I just want to. I want to. 
I want to just encourage you today. I was sharing with my wife this teaching that God gave me. And the first, uh, during the week, he gave me that scripture, just believe. Now, those of us, we know the word of God where Jesus tells the people, just believe, just believe, right? And, and sometimes we think that when, God, when the word says that we have to come up with some kind of faith to believe, right? We go, well, okay, I'll believe, I'll believe, I'll believe. No, belief is just, and we're going to see in the word, just trusting in Jesus. It's just trusting in him. We're going to break that down. But God wants all of us here to know that that is truly the breakthrough to receiving everything that you need from God. Because Jesus already said it. Everything's been given to you. Just believe. And, and sometimes we think because of us, what we've done or how we missed the mark that we can't receive from God. But God says it's already given to you. And I'm going to show you in scripture today, even the unsaved can receive a miracle from God. You don't have, that's how much God says, that's how powerful belief is. He will give you any good thing if you believe him. How much more for us, amen? And so I want to open up in, in, in the, the first scripture I want to open up with you. Many of us know it, but I want you to realize how important that is. It's in, oh, praise the Lord. It's in Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 9. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe. There's the word. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. Verse 10. For, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. That word believes in him means to put their trust in him. And so this is what we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get our beliefs. What, what we believe, when we say we believe, we're going to say, Jesus, we're showing our belief because we're going to lean on you. We're going to trust in you. We're not going to look at the circumstances. We're not going to figure out how can I make my belief work? You want your belief to work? Then just say you believe. That's how your belief is going to work. We're going to see that in scripture today. Very simple God is, is giving us. And I know right now what's happening here as we were, again, as we were worshiping and, and, and God did this first when we were in the green room uh, praying for the service, the, the staff, when we were praying for the service, God said that the word belief was on their vessels. And when we're worshiping today, I seen the word believe on you. And so God knows already you can do it. And you can believe him for the things that seem not that seem hard to believe for. But God says, if you believe, you're going to get it. And so I want to encourage you through scripture because scripture is what gets us refocused back on God. Sometimes we see our circumstances. Sometimes we we feel we're not adequate enough or spiritually spiritual maturity enough or we don't know enough of the word of God but God has said look just believe me get in my word and believe me so I want to share a few scriptures with you on belief because we need to realize that every promise God has made for us is yes and amen we just have to believe him amen and even if we don't believe him because we can't see it God says that's not how it works just believe it and say you believe it Amen. And so I want to read a couple more scriptures to you. And I want to share this with you first, saints. Uh, your unbelief will bring to pass your promise. Excuse me. Your belief. See? Did you see that? I'm going to share two things with you right now. How quick your spiritual ears heard that. 
how quick they heard it, right? And, and I know that. Everybody, whoa, who's that? And then the Holy Spirit says, read it again. That's not what I said. And I read it again, but you caught it. Saints, come on now. Amen. Tell me you're not growing in the things of God. So remember that when that spirit man quickens you like that, and you may not know what it is, but you knew, wait, that don't sound right. Because many are going to come with smooth talking. And I didn't even try to do that. That just happened. And so let me say it to you again. Your belief will bring to pass your promise. It will bring to pass your promise of healing, provision, salvation, deliverance. God is well able to bring to pass and he can. Just believe. So let's open up with John chapter 9. Don't put it up yet, guys, because I got I'm gonna do a little something here. We're gonna start in, and I'm not gonna tell you the verse we're gonna start in, but I'm and I'm just gonna I'm gonna kind of capsulize the whole chapter because it starts in verse one and ends in 38. But in, in, in verse one, it talks about that Jesus was passing by and he saw a blind man. And this blind man was blind from birth, right? And so it says in verse one that he passed him by and he saw him. But in, verse, but in verse 4, he says to them, he goes, he goes, I must do the works of God, Jesus is saying. And then in verse 5, he says, for I am the light of this world. So he goes up to the man, and, and, you, know the, and you know the teachings. He spits on some mud, he puts it on him, and he goes, go and wash in the pool. So he goes and he washes in the pool, and he comes back seeing. He goes, praise the Lord, I'm seeing. He goes around, he starts telling everybody, he's seen. And they go, wait a minute, aren't you the guy that used to beg at the gate? He goes, yeah. He goes, but somebody, we, they go, what happened? He goes, somebody anointed my eyes, told me to go wash, and I could see again. They go, wow. Well, the priest heard about this. And they go, wait a minute, it's Sabbath. What's going on here? You're not supposed to be. Now, this man was just so excited to tell everybody he got healed. So, that, so he told them what happened. They go, no, that, that, that can't be. Where's your parents? We want to talk to your parents to make sure you were blind. So they called his parents, and you read the story, and his parents go, yeah, he was blind from birth, but hey, uh, you know, we don't want to get thrown out of the synagogue, so you tell him because he's of age. So they go back to him and ask him. He goes, look, I told you. I told you what happened. And then he goes on, and let's read. Let's read here. He goes on in verse 32. John chapter 9, verse 32, he says, since the world, and he's telling the Pharisees this, since the world began, it has been unheard that anyone opened the eyes of one who was blind, who was born blind. Verse 33, if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered and said to him, you were completely born in sins and you are teaching us? And they cast him out. And here's verse 39, verse 35, Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said to him, do you believe in the Son of God? He answered and said, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, you have both seen him and it is he who is talking to you. Then he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Saints, this guy wasn't even saved. And he got his miracle. Don't ever think, and I'm talking to those that are on live streams, don't ever think just because you don't know Jesus, he won't heal you. 
He wants to heal you. And so you need to understand that, that all God is asking of us, and we can believe, saints. It's easy. God gave that to us already. I mean, how many of us here are born again? Come on. How did you get that? Because you confessed and you believed. So you have it in you. Sometimes we mess it up because we think it's our own strength that's doing it. God says, no, it's not you. It's me. Luke chapter 8, verse 50. You know the story of the ruler of the synagogue. He came running to Jesus. said, Jesus, could you pray for my daughter? She's dying. And Jesus goes, yeah, I'll come and I'll pray for her. But then he got stopped by the woman with the issue of blood. We don't know how long it was in between that time. But then later it said that the, the, the synagogue leaders, um, the ruler of the synagogue, his, his friends came to him and says, oh, don't bother him no more. Your daughter's dead. And verse 50, it said, but when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, do not be afraid. Only believe. And she will be made well. That word. Where it says that. In verse 50. When Jesus heard it. He answered him. That word answered. It means to counterclaim. He was stopping what man was saying. So this guy could believe. Jesus was answering him. He wasn't saying let me answer you. He was already answering him. It means to counterclaim. It means to defense. Excuse me. It means to defend. Jesus was defending him. And it means to. It means being a fortress. In other words. Jesus was saying. I'm your fortress. I'm going to make sure. Everything works the way it's supposed to work. Because man's words are going to pass away. But not my words. So he's telling him. He answered him saying. Do not be afraid. Come on. Sometimes we don't think God's going to do. We get a little afraid. Right? We may not think that's being fearful. But we do. I'm going to raise my hand. Sometimes we do. We don't realize it. it does. Fear doesn't have to become that scares you. It could be something that concerns you or worries you. And then it builds bigger and bigger. But God is saying to him, do not be afraid. Only believe she will be made well. Today, Jesus is saying to you. Jesus is talking to you right now. Do not be afraid. Only believe. Only believe me. Healing is here. Provision is here. Deliverance is here. And all will be well. He's the same God. He don't lie. He don't change. He says, just believe. And I like this verse 54. It says, then Jesus took the little girl by the hand. He took the girl by the hand. He says, little girl, arise. She got up. Come on. It's not over until Jesus says it's over. I, I heard a song I was sharing with my wife today. I like to, I like to sing songs, but when I sing my wife goes, it don't sound like that, honey. But there's a song that I heard and it says, if you're not dead, God's not done. So whatever, how long it may take for something to happen, if God promises you something, if you're still here on this earth, he's going to do it. So don't let that devil tell you, oh, God's not going to do it. Say, well, I'm still alive, so he has to do it. Saints, we need to focus on Jesus because Jesus is our miracle. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said to him, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. And in verse 24, immediately the father of the child cried out and said, 
with tears. Lord, I believe. That's the key right there. Now, this is the father where his son would, would get into convulsions. You've heard of it, throw himself into the water, throw himself into fire, and nobody, he, they didn't know what to do with him. Then they brought him to Jesus. He goes, can, can you pray for my son? Can you help him? And Jesus goes, if you can believe all things are possible. He goes, yes, I can believe it. That's the key right there to believe. And he goes on to say, help my unbelief. In other words, he couldn't see it. He spent so much time with his son, he couldn't see him getting set free. But he goes, I believe it right here, but here I can't. But Jesus says, if you believe, that's all you got to do. So he didn't, when he said, help my unbelief, Jesus didn't even say anything. He just said, just believe. And so Jesus takes a step forward and he rebukes that unclean spirit. And you know the story. The young man passes out and just lays there. Jesus picks him up. Another miracle that Jesus did to set him free. And so that word believe, when God asks us in his word to believe, when we're in time of prayer or we're, we're, giving, a, 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 we're giving of God and God says, just believe me, I'll take care of you. Just believe me, I'll go before you. That word believe means to trust. And we can trust Jesus. I mean, we've all, we've been serving, most of us here have been serving God enough to know that we can trust Jesus. Man will fail us, but not Jesus. That word, that word believe means to trust. The word trust means to depend on and look to. If I'm going to depend on somebody, it's going to be Jesus. Because he's, he started in me and he's going to finish in me. And that word depends, excuse me. That word trust means to depend on and to look to. Another word for belief, to believe when Jesus asks us to believe, it says that word believe means to be reliable. Well, that sounds like Jesus all the time. Because Jesus is reliable. That word reliable means faithful, unfailing, and devoted. Gosh, it sounds like Jesus so much when he says to believe. Jesus is all these things to us. He's faithful. He's unfailing. He's reliable. He's devoted to us. Your belief in Jesus will bring your promise to pass. Let's give God the opportunity by believing Him. You got something going on in your life? You got something you want God to, to do? Let's give Him an opportunity to step in there and say, Lord, I'm believing you. I'm hearing what your word is saying, God, and I'm confessing it out of my mouth. I'm yielding myself to you because we heard in, in Romans when we read it, it says, if you believe and you say it, you're going to get it. And so, Lord, I'm believing you for my breakthrough. I can't see it. I don't feel it. But I know your word says that every time somebody believed you, you did it. And so I'm believing you, God. And I'm not dead, so... It hasn't come to pass yet. It will come to pass because I'm still here. And so God is asking us. He says, my word will set you free. My word will realign your life. And my word will bring you through, God is saying. I will finish the work. I will do what you ask. In my hand is power and might, God is saying. We need to know who God is. He's a God that will not fail us. 
He's a God that holds the universe in his hands. The Bible says the earth is the earth declares his glory. The 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 head the, the heavens declare his glory, but the earth his handiwork. Every time you see something beautiful in the sky, that's God's handiwork. And this God that we serve is saying, I will not, I, I will finish the work I started in you. I will do what you ask me to do. And in my hands is power and might. Just believe, God is saying. Say this with me. I believe you, Jesus. I believe you, Jesus. There you go. You just activated whatever God wants to do in your life right now. You yielded yourself to him. Now start expecting things. Just believe and just trust me, God is saying. I am reliable. I am faithful. I am unfailing. I'm devoted to you, God is saying. You can depend on me and you can look to me. And God says in his word, if you say it, you will see it, right? Now I'm talking about when the spirit of God is moving on you to speak something. Not when you speak it on your own. I say it, I receive it. I say it, I receive it. That's not, the, that's not how God talks. That's how the Pharisees talk, the Bible says. They repeat their stuff. But when the spirit of God comes upon you and you start speaking what he asks you to speak, it will surely come to pass. Amen? Now let me share something with you. If you're believing God for a financial miracle... If you're believing God for a breakthrough and the only way you know you're going to get it is from God, you go, I got to spend some time with God. So he starts getting away with God. You get in prayer. You start speaking in tongues. Maybe you can't get home right away and get in your prayer room, but you can start speaking in tongues. And all of a sudden as you're speaking, God says, read Psalms 23. Read Psalms 91. Find some scriptures on provision. That's the spirit of God moving. Okay? Because God will always direct you to something that will build you up. The enemy will always try to bring you down and bring doubt and unbelief. But if you start praying in tongues or you get in your prayer call and you start believing and God says, Psalms 91, Psalms 23, whatever scripture he knows that you know. Or he might say, get scriptures on provision, get scriptures on healing. That's the spirit of God moving. So when you say it, God's going to do it. And I'm going to show you in scripture that it does happen that way. Do you want to see that scripture? We know this scripture very well. And I'm going to read the entire, the entire, that entire chapter to you. But God wants you to know, when he says to speak, he's ready to back you up and bring it to pass because he knows your heart and everything. And I know my brothers will put it up. It's Ezekiel 37. Come on now, we know that scripture. Let's start in verse 1. I'm verse... Uh, Ezekiel 37. The hand of the Lord came upon me. Oh, there it is. That sounds like God's talking to you about finding a scripture. Talking to you about, about seeking him more. Amen. So Ezekiel says, now saints, listen. At, back then the spirit of God came upon them. We have him in us now. So God can quicken you like that. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out into the, into the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold, there was very many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, there's God speaking again, saints. Come on now, he speaks to us. All you got to do is believe and he'll speak to you. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O oh Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, 
prophesy. Now, how, come, how many of us know that prophecy is God speaking through us? Right? We can all prophesy. We're not all prophets, but we can all prophesy. When God speaks through us a prophetic word, it is such a pure word, a holy word, a word full of life that even the bones have to obey his word. And so God is saying, Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of God. So this is what we need to say to things that seem like they're dead, that they're not going to happen. We need to speak the word of God to them. You need finances, speak the word of God to your finances. You need a physical healing, speak the word of God to your physical body. This is how the spirit of God wants us to start believing him for. So he goes on to say, thus says the Lord God, to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and, and you shall live. I will put tendons on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you. It sounds like God's building something up here. And you shall live and then you shall know that I am God. I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the tendons and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered over them and there was there was no breath in them. Also, he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as I was commanded and the breath came into them and they lived and stood up there and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, oh, our bones are dry. Our hope is lost and we ourselves are cut off. Verse 12, therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God, behold, my people I will open your graves and cause you to come up, up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. When I have opened up your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live and I will place you in your own land and you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord God. This is what God is asking of us. All I'm saying to you is believe it. I'm going to perform it, God is saying. You don't even have to see it. You just have to desire it. And we're going to see in scripture that that's exactly what belief means is to desire something. And God is saying, look, you just speak what I told you to speak. I'm going to bring life to it. I'm going to raise it up out of the grave. I'm going to give life again. I'm going to give you purpose again. I'm going to put a fire in you that no man can quench. I'm going to perform because I'm God Almighty. This is what God is reminding us. And he says that he's going to do it. Just believe. That's all. Just believe, God is saying. If you believe it, I'm going to do it. Philippians 1.16. Being confident of this very thing. You know that word confident means convinced. And did you know, if you studied, because I studied it, that word believe means to be convinced. So God says, look, be convinced. God says, being confident of this very thing, that he 
who has begun a good work. Now, how many of you know that everything in you that's good is from God? The good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God is not done with you yet. You're listening to this right now. God is not done with you yet. He says, but be confident in me. Be assured in me. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 54 to 57. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, that's you, and this mortal has put on immorality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. Verse 57, but thanks be to God through our Lord Jesus Christ who gives us the victory. He already gave it to us. We don't have to ask him for it. He already gave it to us. And anything that is not of God is dead. And God says, you're not dead anymore. You're alive. The law has no hold on you anymore. The curse has no hold on you anymore. Jesus, what did he say in Galatians 3.13? That Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We're not under a curse. If you don't have, if you, listen saints, because you will have these things right now. Because now you know the truth. If you had no money, you have it now. Because you know he has redeemed you from the curse of the law. Saying that God makes you poor is not God. He don't do that. I don't know where people get that. I'm going to be poor. I'm going to be humble. You can be humble and rich too. Come on. It's who you serve, right? If you're serving yourself, yourself isn't going to say, oh, you know, you show that you're real spiritual if, if you give all your money away. Jesus, remember when Jesus told that guy, that rich young ruler, he goes, uh, he goes remember he came to Jesus, Jesus, what should I do to get into, eternal, get into heaven? He goes, okay, you know, he goes, uh, give your money to the poor, reverence your mother and father. He goes, I do all that for my youth. He goes, yeah, but you miss one thing. Uh, sell all that you have and give to the poor and follow me. And it said that he got really sad because he had a lot. Jesus never said, give everything and don't have nothing. He said, sell everything and start giving to the poor. That's where the victory is. When you start giving away, and then he goes, while you're giving away, you're going to still have a lot more. So come follow me because I'm going to use you more. And so what God is saying to us is that the provisions that he has for us, it's to give out. It's to be a blessing with, right? Because the more we give, the more we get, right? I mean, we turned it all the way around. You know, I'm going to hold on to this because I might need it for something. And God says, there's the need right there. I said, oh, I didn't even think about that. Where did you get that anyway? I got it from you, God. I acknowledge it all the time. I, I remember me and my wife stand on this. It's such a revelation when Steve Foss was here and he was talking about finances. And this was such a revelation to us. And when God, saints, let me share this with you. When God gives you a personal revelation, that's for you. And it will work for you. It will work for you. That's why he gave it to you. So that it will work for you. And so when Steve Foster here, he shared a word that God told him that his savings will not sustain him, but his seed will. The seed that he gives to God, the 10% that he gives to God. Amen. And so me and my wife have experienced that. And we're always, since then, we've always stood there, but that revelation was so deep to us. We're standing on that. And so keep standing on it. Keep giving to God. Because guess what, saints? Believing is easy if you're trusting in God. It's easy. God does the miracle because God does the miracle. That's why. 
And have you ever noticed God only asks for 10%? He only wants 10% and then he'll do a miracle for you. He's not saying give me 90, you keep 10. But he's saying, look, just give me 10% of that. Now, if you look at it as $100, he's saying, give me $10 and I'll, give, I'll multiply that $100. And so what God wants us to know, saints, as we were reading his word today, is we could be confident in him and that because of Jesus Christ, we have the victory. And just listen to this, saints, just receive, just receive. God will do the changing. Just receive. We, oh, my goodness, we just sang it. Just receive. God will do the changing, saints. He's going to do all that. He'll change everything. Just being in his presence will change everything. Just speaking his name will change everything. If you haven't done it often enough, start doing it more because now God knows that when you speak his name, things are going to change. He knows that you know that now. So then when you start saying his name, he's going to say, oh, they know that if they say my name, things are going to change. So I better get over there and start doing stuff. Because see, he said my people perish for lack of knowledge. Sometimes we don't know. And it's not that God doesn't want to bless us. Guess where we are? We're on earth, right? And guess where God has given us authority? Here on this earth. But if we don't use that authority, how can he back us up? And so when you say those things, I'm going to trust in God. He's my provision. He's my source. The earth belongs to him and all that dwell in it. And he's given it to us. God says, that's right. So then it starts coming to us. The blessings start coming to us. But I, again, Sage, you, I want to encourage you. And with this closing scripture, that God is well able. And that all he's asking of you is just believe him. Look at what happened to these, these men in the Bible that believed God, and he did it for them. He didn't ask them to do nothing. He didn't say, give me something. He didn't say, okay, now start going to church. He said, just believe me, I'll do it. God doesn't want anybody sick. He doesn't want anybody lacking. There's more than enough saints. Mark eleven twenty three and 24. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain... Be removed and cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatsoever he saith. Amen? Now listen to this, saints. Whoever says to this mountain, saints, when you believe something, you're going to say it, right? Can I give you an example? Me and my wife are going to go out to dinner today. I believe I'm going to say what I want. I'm going to order me a nice steak, mashed potatoes. And I'm going to believe that when I say that, I'm going to get it, right? And we expect it, right? How much more would God? I'm going to get some cake too. Cake too. But Jesus is saying here, now you, you know, uh, some people, and saints, don't get so spiritual where you're like, well, that's not how the scripture goes. My Jesus, he's a fun Jesus. You know why I know? Because all my brothers and sisters in Christ are fun. And his spirit dwells with them. You know, I, uh, all you guys are fun. I'm saying that right now. And all you guys on live stream are fun. But I don't want to be around people who aren't fun. I'm not talking about, you know, you know, talking negative about your brother. I'm talking about the joy of the Lord fun. You know? And so here God says, let's read it again. For surely I say to you, whosoever shall say to this mountain. So you got to say it, saints. Be removed. And cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes. You know, that word believes means trust. But trust that those things 
trust in Jesus that those things will come to pass. It will be done and he will have whatsoever he says. See, he will have whatsoever he says. What happened in Ezekiel 37? He said it and he saw it. And so uh, again, saints, I'm not talking about, I think it was like 20, 30 years ago, people could say, claim it, say it and claim it. Claim it. You know, you know. I'm talking about when the Spirit of God is moving. And God is moving here right now. And to show you, how many of us, we, we need to see His power, right? I'm releasing this to you right now by the Spirit of God. There's things you're believing God for. You don't have to say it to your neighbor, person next to you. But God is saying to you right now, if you would say that which you need, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. And you're on live stream too. You can, you know, some of us are sitting here, maybe we're, we kind of don't want to say that because what our brother or sister might think next to us. But you just, but you got to make it sound. If it's finances, if it's a physical healing, if it's deliverance, God says, if you say it, because my spirit is here right now as it was when Ezekiel was prophesying, I'm going to give it to you. You're going to see it. You believe that, it's going to happen. But if you don't, it's not going to happen. But I'm not giving it to you. How can man give you this? How can man be so bold to give you this unless God was speaking to him in love to give you this because he knows he wants you to know that he's for you. He wants you to know that he'll knock down any wall to get to you. And he won't let the devil hold on to you anymore if you don't want him to. But he's a God who sets the captives free. And so God is saying to you right now, if you would believe me and you would speak what you want, you can have it. Verse 24, therefore I say to you, and Jesus is talking to you, Therefore, I say to you, you can depend on me. I'm reliable. Whatever things you ask, desire, when you pray or speak, believe that you receive them and you will have them. He didn't say you would have it. He said you would have them. You got to ask God for a lot. And the more you ask him, the more he's going to give you. And why do we want to be blessed? So that we could be blessers. Verse 24, when you pray, believe. Believe who? Believe Jesus, his promises. And his promises to you are yes and amen. It's done. He's dependable. He's trustworthy. He's faithful. He's unfailing. And he's devoted to you. So you say, you speak, you believe those things that you desire and you will receive them. 1 John 1, 12 says, but as many as received him to them, that's you. He gave the right to become the children of God. Another translation says, the children of the most high God. To become the children of God. To those who believe in his name. You got to believe in the name. Because the name is the one that brings everything to pass. None of this that we're seeing on this earth happened. It didn't just happen. The name above every name spoke it into existence. 
And that same name is with you. And that same name is saying, just believe. And all will be well. Just believe. And you will have your heart's desire. Just speak it. And let God fulfill it. Let him, as he spoke in Ezekiel, perform it. Why? So that you will know he is God Almighty. That's all he wants. The earth and all in it doesn't, and all the riches, it don't mean nothing to him. You're his riches. And he said in his word, I want to show my, myself mighty in you. Because he wished that none should perish. And when you're blessed, you can bless others. Not just materially, but how about spiritually? How about wisdom and knowledge and understanding of the things of God that somebody who doesn't know? And so God wants you to be reminded, saints, that when you call upon his name, you have the promise that you are a child of the Most High God through his name. Say this with me, saints. We're going to close right here. Say this with me. Jesus, I believe in your name. I trust in you, Jesus. I depend on you. I look to you. Jesus, thank you for being reliable, faithful, unfailing, and devoted to me. I believe, therefore I will receive what I desire in your name. Amen. amen and amen. Hallelujah. That's my Jesus, saints. That's what he does. That's what he did. And I know already that he's going to do something because we need to see some signs and wonders and miracles. We need to see power. There's power in the name of Jesus, the Bible says. And so I release this right now to my brothers on live stream. I don't release this, but the Spirit of God releases it. Amen. That this faith in God to believe that He would do what He says in your life will come to pass. Amen. And all He's asking of you, and I'm only going to say what Jesus said, just believe. Amen. Just trust. Amen. Just depend on Him. He's reliable. Amen. And it's always going to be yes with him when you ask. And so I release that to my brothers and sisters on live stream. That the spirit of God would quicken you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. And the Lord make his face shine upon you. In Jesus precious name. And all of God's people here say amen, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.